Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this Ay, Cause better relationships need better ingredients Ay, So if you want better relations, it's about communication Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better Yeah, Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones, and I am your host. I am a certified life and relationship coach. I'm a strategist. I'm also an engineer and a mental health advocate. And today, ladies and gentlemen, is the Relationship Gumbo Podcast one year anniversary, aka it's birthday time, guys. And it's you know, the, the whole motto is better relationships need better ingredients. And tonight we got some good ingredients to make that gumbo taste extra, extra good. We have a, um, an amazing guest. She's been on the show before, but we want to make sure that we give her our ears and our attention and make sure that we understand exactly what she's talking about. A lot of women are going to feel this. A lot of men need to hear this. Please share and invite. If you're out here on the dating scene, if you want to get yourself back out there on the market and it's a little, I don't know what to do, we're going to give you that tonight. So make sure you open those ears, clean out, get your Q-tips and do what you need to do. We're about to get it in. So without further ado, I welcome my guest and we're going to get it in. So stand by. One second here, guys, because I need to make sure we can hear her. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back, Miss Erica Warren. Welcome back. Welcome back. So tell people a little bit about you and then we're going to get it in. Hey, everybody. And I just want to say shout out to Derek and happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. you. (laughs) Yes, I'm glad to be back and, um, and especially on the anniversary. So my name is Erica Warren. I'm a life coach for women. I help women in areas of life purpose, self-love, divorce coaching, and my favorite, dating, dated coaching. I'm also a best-selling author of two books, and I'm the host of a podcast called Dope Discussions with Erica with my co-host, Gator Live. Cool. Yeah. Gator. But we got, I got to get Gator on the show too. That dude, he needs to be, he needs to be, well, his, his voice <laughs> is amazing, but on camera, he's just, he, we need a little crazy in our life and he, he definitely brings that in in the laughter. So, um, so we're going to get into this topic. Um, and this, this whole dating thing just seems to be, like in like in this 2020, 2021, you know, this season, this era that we in, it seems to be like like a damn puzzle, like a Rubik's Cube, like people <laughs> trying to figure it out. People, some people are scared to do it because they like, man, it's crazy out here. It's not like it used to be like when I was, you know, 15, 20 years ago. I don't know what the hell to do. I'm scared. I'm scared. And tonight, what, what, I, what I hope we accomplish is we can take some of that fear away and still give you some tools to, to kind of help you have, hopefully have a better success rate. Right. 
um, because people are tired of these duds and not and connecting with the wrong people. So the first thing I'm going to do, we're going to kind of stair step you through this thing, guys. The first question that we have to ask ourselves, and I'm going to um, I'm going to throw the pastor baton over to Erica. But the first question is before you we can even think about dating is realizing whether you're ready to date or not. Um, and I believe Erica is 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 out is she out there with y'all she out in the field getting it trying to trying to see how she can connect too so that's why this is special because she's she's doing it like she's actively doing it so i'm gonna ask you the, the question personally first and then we can talk about like some things people can do to kind of figure it out but at what point like i know there was a point maybe when you weren't dating and then you kind of got into um you know let me get myself back out there what made you realize that you were ready to date again? What made me realize I was ready to get back out there is I got to a point where I was settled in myself. I was content with the the work and the healing that I had done on myself from my previous relationship. Um, I had went through a painful divorce, mm -hmm. kind of an embarrassing divorce. And so I took myself out of the game voluntarily to really get in touch with myself and work on myself. I did a video um, and I entitled it, Are You Relationship Material? And it was kind of um, a self-reflection. It was actually me personally asking myself these questions like, have you dealt with things from your past? Have you dealt with trauma from your childhood? Are you carrying, you know, past hurts? You know, do you really know who you are at the core as a person? All of these things come into play when you starting to gauge whether you're ready to get back out there and date. And so once I asked myself all of those questions and started to do the work on myself and get to a place where I was settled, I was centered, you know, I had some contentment in my single life. That's when I knew I was ready to start dating again. And, you know, I think we need to demystify what dating is because a lot of us have given dating a bad rap because we, we think it's something that is not. Dating is not commitment. It's not a relationship. It's, it's not sex. It's actually a point where you and this other person are gathering data, information about each other to see if there's enough common interest there to want to move to the next step. Yeah, it, it's um this part right here, like realizing that you're ready to date. It's one of the easiest but hardest things for a lot of people to do because we live in our in, in our like what I would say would be like a kind of like an ongoing emotional state. That's the void mm -hmm. of you like really thinking like we, we want to feel those relationship feels by any means necessary sometimes because we are hurting or we have some stuff that's unresolved. And so we want to put a patch on it. And then mm -hmm. when you do, when you trying to put that bandaid to try to make yourself feel away temper, cause it's really temporarily cause you're choosing wrong it, it compiles the issues that you already have. It makes it and it and it adds on top of it. So when yeah. people say I'm scared, 
it's because you've allowed yourself to add on to the existing issues to the point where you think it's them. (laughs) But But you have to look. And so to your point, to sit yourself down and say, am I ready? What, let me let me do inventory over the stuff that I've been through. Like in your case, it was divorce and whatever the other stuff is. You really got to sit yourself down because just like I tell my daughter, who's 11, everybody ain't your friend. <laughs> and when you go out in the world, you're going to you're going to encounter some bad people. But that doesn't mean that you don't go outside. You just Mm -hmm. have to be armed knowing that you're going to have to kind of, you know, be defensive when you feel with, I need these, I'm choosing these words on purpose. When you feel something that doesn't feel right, (laughs) you need to be able to move accordingly, but don't not, you know, leave the house (laughs) because then you'll never make friends. So that's going to lead into the second part of this topic of this is, boundaries um and this is something one of the main reasons why i wanted you on here is because i've heard you speak about dating before and every time a a topic came up about what these you know how to engage or not engage and things you won't deal with you was hitting them things right on the money and the reason why Mm -hmm. (laughs) the reason and you guys know i always talk about billy and Susie and billy being a predator Way, 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 way back in the day when I used to be Billy, all of the little tactics that I used to use when I was listening to you, I was like, she gets, she, she knows exactly what to look for. And I was like that a lot of, like most women I talk to, they have no clue. So we, like I said, guys, you're going to get some information tonight that you're going to need to carry with you. So we're going to stick on this boundary thing for a few minutes because it's very important. I'm going to tell you a couple words and then I'm going I'm to let you go because you're really good at this. So boundaries really is really not really about dating. It's a life lesson for real, right? <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> so when when we're talking about dating and boundaries and the things that you all of these things like I, I'm doing this on purpose. We talked about are you ready to date? When you are ready to date, hopefully you've taken time to know what you want and don't want. But yes. then you have to put some safeguards in place, aka boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so my question to you, well, let's do this. I don't know. Well, Cause you still dating though, so I don't want to. I don't want you to be like, "This is what." what but, but oh no! Me, so I, I'm open book. Okay, so <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> I don't want to give potential Mister Right the keys to the kingdom, oh, but I know you're they, good at this. So if they scared of what I'm saying, they got the wrong intentions anyway. So let's do that. You're right. So let's do this. <laughs> what are some of the basic boundaries that you have? When you are meeting a guy initially, what are some of the things that you that are kind of like deal breakers for you? Um, things that you that you just won't do because you know that if you if you break those boundaries, it's going to lead you somewhere else. So, what are some of the few of the things that you that you just live by when you're dating? 
for me personally, I really will not date someone who's been um, single less than a year because I know what that process takes in order to heal from one relationship and reset yourself and be ready for somebody else. Um, so if you've been single less than a year, uh, that's kind of a deal breaker for me. Um, kids, if you have young, young kids, that's a deal breaker for me. And that's, and that's going to be different for everybody because of my, my age range. That's my deal breaker. But for somebody younger, that wouldn't be a big deal. Right. Um, I don't want somebody who smokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I look for someone who has a strong relationship with God, believes mm-hmm. in God. Um, <sighs> so while you think about That's- it, let's do this. I'm a, I'm a memory jog you real quick. Mm-hmm. So, so the stuff you just talked about, When men have tried to maneuver through those safeguards that you have, how do you react when you know that they may or may not have this? Like while you're in the conversation or maybe while you're at the dating, you're talking about it. How do you detach yourself? Um, Just from a few conversations, um, I have one specific example in mind i was um communicating with this guy through messaging online we met on the online dating site and you know the customary questions you know how long have you been single this and that so he told me he was just fresh out of relationship maybe three months and up to that point uh, the conversation was flowing well i was interested in him but once he told me that Mm -hmm. you know i was like you know, for me, that wouldn't be, I, that wouldn't be what I'm looking for because, you know, I don't date anyone who's been that, you know, single that short of time because mm-hmm. that relationship is still fresh. Mm-hmm. And for me personally, I know I wouldn't be over that person um, and ready to date in that short period of time. So, you know, that's my cutoff. And I, I told him that up front. he was like, yeah, I respect that, but, you know, our relationship was over way before we broke up. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm going by. <laughs> so, so let's, did. so let's, so let's, let's go a, a little layer, layer deeper than that. Cause I know these mm-hmm. folks, these folks that listen to me, it, 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 these are some of the challenges, right? When you, when you know it's time to detach, some mm-hmm. people don't know how to do it without causing like a lot of friction. Yeah. And sometimes you can't avoid it. So like, if you know that this dude is like feeling you and then he says that thing. And then sometimes even when you say, you know, I I really don't want to deal with somebody like this. And they be like, no, no, no. I'm going to still keep trying. What do you do to shut them down without making them turn into the incredible Hulk? Block. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) I need you. For one. We don't have anything invested in each other. Um, you don't know me. I don't know you. We just had a couple of conversations. I don't owe you any explanation. I really don't have to explain to you 
why I don't want to move any further. You know, if I just say, you know, I'm not interested anymore, that should be that. It's courtesy if I give you an explanation of why, mm-hmm. but I really don't owe you that. And yeah. then a lot of times you open up the door for that person to try to talk you down off of your standard and try to mm-hmm. give you reasons on why you should give them a chance. And that's when you get into sticky situations where you really start contemplating, is my standard really too high or is it mm-hmm. really too strict or should I let it go? And once you start second guessing your own standards, that's when you need to go ahead and cut that person off. Yep. And so people that's listening, I need you to, to, to hear what she's saying. She did not hesitate when she said block. It was automatic. You can block people. I don't care how charming they are. You came in with your boundaries and your standards and they broke it. It's not doesn't mean they're a bad person. They just that's something that you're choosing not to deal with. And you have the ability to block them. Mm-hmm. And the whole purpose of and it, and, and it could be whatever gender you want to pick. Right. It is the because I've seen it happen on both sides of the fence. The manipulation that people have when they try to make you remove or break whatever those things is that you you did the work beforehand. I'm ready to date now. You got your little stuff I'm just not going to do. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be people that's going to say things that you like to hear. And it's going to make mm-hmm. you, like you just said, second guess yourself. And oh, maybe, maybe I can try. Mm-hmm. When you start feeling like that, Knowing that your boundary has, they're trying to break past something that you already told them. That's the red flag. That means mm-hmm. number one, no matter how good they are, they listen to you and they didn't give a damn about what you said. Mm. I need for you guys to feel that you said that you did not want to deal with me. And I said, screw that. I'm going to still talk to you anyway. And you're going to bend to my will. Mm-hmm. No one deserves that amount of control over you and they don't even know you yet. Right. And you and I talked about that last week. We said yep. when somebody tells you that their deal breaker excludes you, that means that's also your deal breaker. Because if if their deal breaker excludes you as somebody they want to date, then that's it. They're They're not your person. Let them go. Yep. Because it, dating is just a process of elimination. Yep. Once he, once he, once that standard doesn't match up with you, what you want, then you've eliminated that person. And all now yeah. that's giving you more focus on who you're really looking for. Yeah. And, and the other piece to this is when a lot of you allow these people to come into your lives past your boundaries, you now have to take into account that you welcome someone into your life that started out not respecting your wishes Mm. on day one, not six months Mm. later, day one. And this, it's the hardest thing for some people to get like this person doesn't want me. How, how did like our egos getting away? Like, wait, no, you must be, you must let me, let me try again. Cause maybe you didn't. And and it's like, (laughs) no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we we cannot and and like I I always talk about on my show when men 
start to realize that we also should have our own boundaries. When you live in that truth as a man, it is one of the most empowering things ever because sometimes we're, because we're so visual, we're smitten and we make these stupid decisions. But once you get into a headspace, just like heads you are, when you say, okay, this don't feel right. And you say, no. When I got to that point in my life, I, I felt like a weight was lifted off of me because you, when you, when you have boundaries and you've established what you want, you start to see stuff like differently. Like it's like you got on some new glasses and you like, <laughs> I would have never saw that before. But now that right. I, I got all that, it's like, wait, nah. Cause I, I mean, when I used to be long, 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 long time ago, when I used <laughs> to be dating, you know, and, and sometimes you, you can almost feel the, the, it don't, like the first conversation, you'd be like, mm, this how we starting, you know, yeah. in, in those things that you like, for me, I, I didn't necessarily want someone that was like 2000% into their whole, like, I want you, you're my, come, uh, and I'm like, wait, I'm supposed to do, like, I'm supposed to chase you. Like, I know, I, I know it's 2021. I know y'all don't do that anymore dudes but i wanted to chase you like i i like a little bit of that but hold hold, hold on man and when yeah. they just kept when i would say you know let me let me don't don't i'm gonna say i used to be like don't take my balls you you just took them <laughs> <laughs> can i can i can i can i open your door can i and they used to be like nah i got and i'm like okay well i it don't feel right yeah, <laughs> and so yeah. I, so I would, I would be like, ho, 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 and they were like, no, wait, look at me, I'm a woman, you should want me, and I'm like, oh, I, the energy don't feel right, and then you can walk away, and guess what, you walk away with your dignity, there's no mm -hmm. feelings involved, you didn't hurt me, and I can go and date again without all of that on me. Yes, we gonna talk about that later, but that is a freeing feeling, and that is when you. We're going to talk about that fear because because a lot of men and a lot of women have a fear just to go out and date mm -hmm. because of other people that don't have nothing to do with the new people that you that you're going to meet. Mm -hmm. And this is what I want to add as well. Uh -huh. Once once we create our set of standards. That's great. You're not going to know for sure. Your standards are not really your standards until they have been tested. Mm -hmm. So once you actually put yourself out there in the dating game and start meeting people, you're going to meet some people that you really like, that you vibe with, you got chemistry with, but they don't meet the standards that you set for yourself. Mm -hmm. That's when you're going to, that's when the rubber meets the road and you're going to be saying, well, you know, I could kind of let him slide on this because he really looked good or the beard is real tight, mm -hmm. you know, or he got a 750 credit score. That's when you really start to realize, are your standards really your standards? Are they concrete? Are you going to compromise on those because of things that you like about this person? Yeah. And we should not do that. And let's, let's not talk about that. standards versus preferences, right? Because mm -hmm. this whole preference thing, um, I talked about this on the show before too. It bothers the hell out of me, right? <clears throat> Some women will claim 
a preference like some ridiculous height is a mm-hmm. standard. It's not a standard. It's a preference. And, and right. it just boggled my mind how a woman could be 5'2", but she wouldn't accept a guy under 6'5". Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I get it, but you're excluding a whole... Like, how many men are 6'5 and over? Like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's not a lot. So, you excluded a guy that's Six four and a half. <laughs> he well, he can't even get a conversation. <laughs> Think about how backwards that is. You would not compromise on the height of your man, but you'll compromise if he cheat a little bit. I I I forgive him for cheating, but he he can't be five. He can't be on the five six though. That's, that's one that's thing. Spicy. Yeah. That's one thing, and, and, and it's coming from a place when I was out there, they would have these ridiculous it was it would be so ridiculous that I almost laughed at it and, and and sometimes I took it as a challenge, like, oh, okay, you said you're not dating you you're not dating a man under 30, but I'm 29. Stop. Just please stop. It it makes no sense. And they right. would be like, No, you're 29 and 30 is my cutoff. And I'm like, so but but you like everything I'm saying, and it feel good. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, yes! But you're 29, so I can't. And I'm like, so you just missed out on a whole situation that could have been good for you because of that. That's right. not a stick. Come on, that's, it used that's to not piss a me standard. Off. Yeah, that's a preference, right? And so we have to be intentional about. And not granted, we all have these little things that we're attracted to, and you know, I. Oh, I I like a plus size woman. I like a thin petite woman. I like enough. I get that. But when you are talking about love, when you're talking about connectivity and longevity, you're excluding a lot of people. And I'm not saying if you like a a 6'5 man that now you got to accept 5'2". I'm saying there's some wiggle room between the two. (laughs) If you 5'2", a six foot dude should be cool. Like you, like <laughs> if you five two, anybody over five two is in your range. <laughs> and I and I keep harping on this because when you start excluding so many folks, don't be mad when you can't find one. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't be mad when you yeah. excluding like. Like ninety percent of the male population, but you, but you like, but one day I'm a fine. You just took out everybody under six five. How? How do you do? It? Like, how do you like you, yeah. you you sleeping out at the NBA games? Because it six five is not an average height. <laughs> so anyway, yes, we gonna jump. Got to be based more on characteristics and yeah. and foundational stuff, not this outside. You know. Yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. So I want to wrap that part up in a pretty bow by saying this. When you establish the fact that you think you're ready to date, when you establish the the things that you say you will or won't deal with, and they have to be realistic. That's the whole point of this. Realistic boundaries, realistic standards. That's this ridiculous stuff that, that I see out here online. I'll be looking at this stuff like... Y'all need to stop, man. Like, 
he's got to make over five hundred thousand dollars, and you making forty. I I don't. You gotta match up. You gotta match up. I, I get that that's your goal, but don't be mad when a five hundred thousand dollar dude might not want you. Not because of the money, but it's a totally different mentality when you're dealing with like you gotta be. You have to be realistic about. What's going? What what will and won't be attracted to you, right? We could have a whole nother show right. on that. Um, yeah. So just to wrap that part up, because the next part I'm gonna just let you go for broke because we about to talk about online dating. It's hard out here enough just mm-hmm. to meet genuine people. Don't spend your whole time trying to figure out. Matter of fact, I'm gonna say it like this. Stop harping so much on red flags that you miss the green ones. I'm going to say that again. Because the people that focus on red flags all the time tend to be the ones that complain that dating sucks and I just can't, I I, I give up. Because you looking Mm. for that red flag only, like you can be aware of red flags, but when you're hunting for them, you're mm. going to miss out on the good, like the person that's doing the right thing. You're like, because this is what I used to hear. I'm enjoying myself. This is amazing. No one's ever treated me like this before, but I know you're going to do something wrong. I just, some, you can, it's too good to be true. They, you, you're going to mess up. You're going to do something. You, how many more women are you talking to? What are you? And I'm mm. like, so now that's the energy you, you just met me. Yeah. Guess what I'm gonna do? <laughs> Wait, whoa. <laughs> this is this is something else too that I tell women to really look deep within and think about it. Are you seeing a red flag or are you experiencing a trigger from your past? There it is. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Cause sometimes some things might remind you of a past relationship, but it's really not a red flag. It's just a trigger for you. Yep. And, and, and here's the other piece I want to add on to that real quick before we get into online dating. Cause that's definitely, um, especially now when people are in the house, it, it's, it's bigger than it, than it ever has been. So I want we want to make sure we equip you guys with the right tools, but here's the thing I want to say about that. When you are so aggressive with what I just said, you're exposing the fact that you have trauma and either you're going to attract one of two type of men. You're going to attract a guy who says, whoa, that's too much. Or you're mm. going to attract Billy. Because mm. the predators, they're looking for the trauma. The, the people that's leading with trauma, that's like steak. They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> they, you, oh, you you think I'm going to do something bad. Well, let me let me show you a little something different so, so, so we can push that boundary to the side. So... Let me, let me, let me do some, you, you ever been to a restaurant that's above like Fridays? You haven't. Okay, cool. Let's go here. Once you go there, <laughs> all that stuff drop it. It's dropping. It's dropping. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because in at that point, you got to go back in history and say, as the man in this case, if I had my boundaries, all that stuff, I, I have to detach myself. If you're leading as a woman, if you're leading with all of that, I know you're going to do something wrong and blah, blah, blah. If a man likes that, 
Mm-hmm. You got side eye. Now we know there's people out here that's like, I need me somebody with some crazy in them. You, you. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That's toxicity right there. I need a little crazy in my life. I need a woman who's a little crazy. You need to dig a little deeper, sir, because all the toxicity in you is not out yet if you're attracted to someone who got a little crazy in them. <laughs> Let me tell you something real quick. Like I said, a small tangent. <laughs> what I've learned in this past year is that the term, the word sir <laughs> is not always a positive word. Oh no, not when I use it. <laughs> so now when people be like, sir, I'll be like, well, which way did she mean that? Because that thing, like, and it's like, and it's only been like, I want to say within the past maybe year where it's really kind of morphed into this thing. And it's just like, okay, sir, I'm going to need you to stop calling me. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> when you when you hear her hear, hit it like that, that means she's about to read you. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so let's, tra- let's transition into online dating, right? So I'm going to lead yeah. in and then I'm going to let you tell people like what your experiences are and the kind of things that you encounter. Um, this whole COVID thing, people mm-hmm. are online dating like crazy anyway, just because of the technology and, and, and people wanted to, you know, we're in this whole society where our attention spans are short and, and we just need stuff fast. So we want to swipe and do all this stuff to try to get to where we need to get. Um, but then what I hear from a lot of people is, I'm never going online date ever again. It's the worst thing ever. I'm, the people on there, they all suck. I would never do it again. And so I want you to speak on this because you're actively doing it. And I want you to, well, we're going to split this into like a couple of parts, right? I want mm-hmm. you to talk about your experience with online dating. And then we're going to talk about some of the things that you see that you should stay away from and like best practices. So first to tell people about your experience um, and how you generally feel about the process of online dating in general. Um, I'm really an advocate for online dating because I have met some great people through online dating. And I've met some people that we have formed friendships. It didn't turn into a romantic relationship but we are friends to this day from the online dating. But it you have to be in the mindset of it. If you're going there for a quick fix, if you think you're going to meet your husband or your wife in the first day that you set up your profile, um, that's not how it happens. Um, it's, it's a day-to-day thing. It's like you've been going to the same grocery store for two years thinking you're going to meet your husband or your wife in that grocery store and you haven't met them yet, but you keep going back to that grocery store. That's the same way with online dating. People get frustrated because they, they make a profile. They think they're going to meet somebody within the first two weeks. They're not getting all of the messages that they expect to get. And then they give up on it and they say it doesn't work. Or they met one person who might've catfished them and they say it doesn't work. 
Um, you have to put as much time and effort into it if you're serious about really meeting somebody. I've met a lot of duds on there as well, but I didn't give up. Um, when I first started it, I, I felt the same way. I get frustrated. I would, you know, create a profile and the same day I would deactivate and be like, this ain't nobody on there. All them dudes are stupid and crazy and, and I ain't got time for it. But, you know, I, I realized that I just wasn't really to date anyway. Sometimes you're going to go through those parts where you think you're ready. Then you get out there, you realize you're ready, not ready. Um, but online dating, I, I've met a lot of great people. I've been on a lot of great dates. I've learned a lot about myself, what I do want, what I don't want. Um, I've learned a lot about men. I've had a lot of conversations, you know, with men about what they're looking for. And so I advocate for online dating. If you've had a few bad experiences, that's that's not the that's not the general experience of everybody. You got to keep doing it. Yeah, in in um the the reason why it is easier for some people male or female to continue to online date is because when you have your boundaries established you're able to exclude people faster mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. able to recognize what you don't want faster but if you're going in saying I'm just looking for somebody because I want to be married and I want to be waiting. You're skipping so many steps of what you need to do to make sure that your experience is what it's supposed to be. You let people slide through because you're leading with the emotion. The boundaries require you mm. to, to, to use the brain <laughs> mm. so that when that stuff comes, you can go tap here, not here, not the trauma mm -hmm. stuff, not the, oh, I just want some, oh, he cute. Oh, he, he, he works for the government. Okay, cool. All right. My, you like your, your list of like standards is like, like one and a half. Like, okay, he got his <laughs> own place. He has a job and he's attractive. Cool. Let's go. You're going to be my boyfriend next week. <laughs> and when yeah. you're leading with that energy, you're going to attract people that don't belong and you're going to have Bad experience after bad experience after bad experience. And then you like, I'm done. They all, oh my mm -hmm. God. And whether it's online or offline, the only reason that you, like, I won't say the only, one of the main reasons why you give up on dating mm -hmm. is you got to tighten up your boundaries. You got to yeah. tighten up. Like if you look at the people that you allowed in, you can see the entry point that you gave them and, and, and how we got there. Like some, like I always tell people, there's a lot of good manipulators out there and they're trained because of their experiences, how to bob and weave between boundaries. But you know, like women, y'all got that women intuition, man. Y'all know when y'all know y'all know when it don't like something ain't right. Something's not it's not a red thing. We tapping you like, hey, like he he never available at night. Yeah. He, oh my god! Like I t he he hit me up online and he he said he wanted to. Oh my! You you the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. And yes, yeah, it sounds good to hear. Yes. Uh, we need to we need to link up because I'm really interested in woo woo woo. And then you be like, okay. 
let's go ahead and let's go meet for coffee. And then the dude don't show up, ma'am, my car broke down. Oh, my phone don't work. Oh, ooh. and you'd be like, well, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe I feel sorry for him. Let, did, do you want to, you want me to come to your house? Okay, cool. That means he's cooking for me. If he, no. he must really like it. And, and, and it's, yeah. it's all, it's all that, it's all the trauma picking for you. That's what I always yes. say. Your trauma That's is picking I, for you. If, if you're easily, if you have rejection issues, online dating is not for you. Dating period. Um, if you lead with your emotions, then you're going to get eaten up out there online dating. Um, and women, if you really are tapped into your intuition, you can eliminate a lot of guys just by looking at their profile. Mm -hmm. Because whenever I get a message from a guy, I go immediately and I read his profile, look at his mm -hmm. photos. I see what he's there on the site for. And then I know if I'm going to respond to him or not by what I saw. Now, you can come in my inbox and tell me that what you put on your profile don't match what you really want. I'm sorry, sir. Now I got to try to figure out which one is for real. I, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So <laughs> um, this this online dating space, like I did it. I did it for a while. Um, and, that, and, and, and also just to that point, that's where I met Alicia. Right. So it, mm -hmm. it's not impossible, but. Um, when you, when you personally go on and, and, and you're kind of maneuvering through the messages or whatever, what are some of the things that are like the most common things that make you side eye? Like what are these guys saying that you're like, come on, man. Um, Hey, sexy is a big turnoff, a big no, no. You, you lead it with the. I've, I've had guys that inbox me and say, ooh, you was looking thick in that blue outfit. <laughs> Sir, I had a whole paragraph telling you about my personality and that's what you can come up with? No. <sighs> yeah. <it's, laughs> it, it, you, you have to look for contradictory information. If his Thank profile you. says, I'm looking for my life mate and uh, I'm looking for somebody to settle down with. And then he in your inbox talking about how your legs look in them, in them heels. And, oh, my God, I want to. Can we when can we mm -hmm. make signals? But if any fellas we, out there, if, if y'all on doing online dating, I'm going to give y'all some tips how to get some better <laughs> results. I pay attention to the name, like your your profile name. If it's some old crazy name about young blood or young money or something like that, and you 45 years old, you got a rapper's name, I'm not taking <laughs> you serious. If you taking photos with your chest out with no shirt on and you flexing, I'm not taking you serious. If you taking photos in the club and, and you uh, showing your money, you're a cartoon <laughs> character. Um, and for ladies, make sure, read their profile, but don't assume that they have read yours. 
because most right. men do not read your profile. But I always go on there and read theirs. If yours says just dating nothing serious, and my profile says I'm looking for something serious, but you come in my inbox, I'm not going to respond to you because our intentions are not matching up. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, just on, on some some super, and I know it, when I was doing it, it was a while ago, but but the behavior still stays the same. When I first first started doing it and I really didn't give a damn, I would look at the picture and then I would send I would cut and paste the same message to everybody. And and, and who, whoever stuck, that's who, <laughs> it didn't matter what your profile said. Yeah. And and and, and, the, and I think it still happens today. Like I don't I think it's still cause some of the stuff that, that people send you, you'd be like, that's not specific to me. That no, sounds real generic. generic. Yeah. You got to look at these, like what I always tell people, words will betray you. Mm -hmm. Even the small details. Like I said before, if you, if, if the profile says something different than how they're, they're conversing with you, like in real time, mm -hmm. you gotta, it, it's some off. And when it feels like that, you have the right to to detach from it because it don't feel right. Some don't feel right. And if it don't feel right that early, yeah. It doesn't get better. Yeah. And so I'm going to ask you a couple questions cuz we getting, you know, I don't have a cap but um we ain't going to be on here all night cuz we can do this all night. So let me ask you <laughs> this just because I'm not I'm not currently out there but like when you're when you're um when somebody sends you an inbox or a DM, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say that they're saying stuff you like to hear, whatever. What's the next step for you in order for you to protect yourself? Are you doing like a video call? Are you meeting up for a coffee date? Are you yep. talking, you know, for, you know, a period of time before you say whatever? Like, what do you, what are the, the things that you do? To, to to welcome them in, but still make sure that you're keeping your boundaries intact. For me, if if I find common interest with somebody and we want to take it offline and get to know each other better, we're going to exchange phone numbers, you know, have a couple of phone conversations. Mm -hmm. And then from there, as soon as possible, I want us to get together and meet in person in a neutral place, maybe mm -hmm. for coffee or something mm -hmm. like that, just to see each other in person and see if the chemistry right. is there, what we're talking about on the phone, uh, are we still feeling that same way when we see each other in person? Right. And then once that, after that initial, you know, first meeting, if we want to continue to see each other, some more dates, right. you know, um, planned by him or me or whatever. But I want to be able to get in front of that person as soon as possible mm -hmm. because a lot of people will try to keep you online for as long as possible, right. get you in your feelings, get you mm -hmm. attached to them, and then spring the real you, the real who they are on you because they feel like you've already kind of fallen for them. I'm not yeah. wasting, and that, that I'm not even wasting like three weeks. That tactic works a lot. And, they, and the, mm -hmm. the, the the whole premise behind doing that is to get you to relax your boundaries mm -hmm. 
online so mm-hmm. that when I meet you, I don't have to go through none of that preliminary stuff. We get right to it because you already feeling me extra. I'm in your head now. And, and I didn't have to do those things that required me to kind of be like a real like grown up, like having a conversation on the phone where we our mm. voices or like. This is not something that like having a phone conversation or mm-hmm. even having a conversation on a date. You got to really be built to do that, because especially now, because people don't even want to do that. If you can't have a conversation on the phone, mm. why the hell are we going out on a date? Thank like you. Like you got to be, you got to be able to. <laughs> you got, you got to get through the first filter to get to the next filter, and it, it, you, it don't take a lot of time. That's why this dating thing. It doesn't have to take a lot of time to weed people mm-hmm. out. And I do believe in multiple multiple dating, dating multiple mm-hmm. people, because the dating phase is not a commitment. As long as you're being upfront with everybody and letting them know I'm dating other people, I am just going through the process of elimination. Right. And, he, he- and what we do, uh, grown folks, we need to be able to have those conversations when you're ready to be exclusive with that person, there should be a conversation, not just, oh, I guess we're doing this now. Yeah. <laughs> Situationship 101. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, 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 and this is the thing. That's what a lot of um, what I hear a lot from women, especially about, you know, date multiple people, date multiple people. Right. But some people get when you say that they assume that means that you're going to have five men lingering for six months and, and, and they just going to be there and, and you going and, and what I, what I try to tell people is so f- five people are giving you what you need at the same time. There's nothing that excludes any of them. Yeah. That's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> That's impossible. You can rotate the roster, but to hang on at least three to four of them are not going to be a fit for you because you have done the work to know what you want and you can, and you got the boundaries. They yes. all, they all breaking through them at the same time. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's no. a strategy. As long as you're doing this logically and not emotionally, you should be able to get through the dating process and then move into whatever the next stage is. If it's going to be exclusively dating that one person or what we like to call courting, whatever it is, the dating process comes first. Yeah. And and the other important, super important piece, and I'm going to say the boundaries word again. That's number one. The boundaries protect you way more than this thing that you that a lot of you guys put up, this impenetrable wall. Mm. If you don't let anyone pass a little, like a little bit to get to the next little bit to get to the next little bit, you're always going to exclude people. And then you'll be the one saying, I'm never going to date again. I'm just going to be by myself with my cat and I don't give a damn. But hopefully <laughs> one day he'll find me. You, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the point I wanted to make is 
The other safeguard that you put in place is you have a conversation about intentions. Yes. This piece right here is something that we gloss over. And and that doesn't mean people can't lie. But you put your word on the table and you said that's what you was looking for. So now, as a rational person, not an emotional person, Mm -hmm. I'm watching what you're doing to see if it Mm -hmm. matches up. And if you're consistently matching up, then we can continue. Yeah. (laughs) Right? And this intention conversation gets glossed over because you're having all of these little, we just hanging out. We don't, Mm -hmm. we just chilling six months later and you haven't had the intentions conversation. Some going to explode. And you, well, I thought we was because you keep in the, and you get into these. Let me tell you, and I know you know this, and a lot of ladies know this. It's people. I'm not gonna say men, even though I want to. <laughs> a lot of people will have you in that space of the situationship. Claim that y'all are not together. They doing them. But you better not, you better not be seeing nobody else. Because I need to have you right here for right. when I'm ready to have you. But I don't, I'm going to be jealous if you go, but but I don't right. want to, I don't want to commit. We just going to chill and hang out and we'll t- and, and we going to just do that. And, and then maybe one day something might happen, right? If they leave that hope, they dangle that hope on the string. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This, Go ahead. I know you got that, a story. That's relevant. Maybe like a couple of weeks ago, I uh-huh. was um, communicating with this man and we had a conversation about, do you believe that you should clearly define, you know, what your intentions are when dating or should you just go with the flow and mm-hmm. see what happens? And he said, you be- he believes in just going with the flow. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. believe in labels. And I was like, when you get to that point where you're ready to have, make that decision, there should be a conversation. You shouldn't just wake up one day and say, oh, we in a relationship, huh? Yeah. Like, we grown. This is one of the things that, one of the revelations that I had a while ago as a man that when you put a title, mm-hmm. then you have to be accountable. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have titles, I have the option to be here or not. And you should not question me because yes. we did not talk about intentions. We're going with the flow. Yes. And I have now an <laughs> exit door for the rest of our duration of when we're together. And mm-hmm. I dare you to ask me, what are we? Please don't do that because we're going with the flow. It's a it's yeah. a predetermined exit strategy. Now, there's there's this school of thought that says, well, if you start stating your intentions early and you say you're looking, you know, you want to be do this, then why would you even want to talk about, you know, the, the your intentions early? Like, it's not like y'all going to get married. No, it's grown up conversation. 
The reason why you do that is because you don't want to waste time. If you're with someone that says, I don't give a damn about having a long-term relationship ever, I'm good. But you know, you eventually want to find someone you cannot boundary right then and there. (laughs) Right. Boundaries. The lack of boundaries and the lack of having these conversations comes out of a, a a fear of loss Mm -hmm. and an insecurity that if I state what I want and this person doesn't want it, they're going to walk away. Yes. That's a benefit. That's not a loss. That's a benefit. You've eliminated one more person who is, is keeping you from getting to the person you're really looking for. Yeah. And and it's, it's probably one of the most important things that you can do when you're dating and, and it's, and it's an exclude, it's, it's a way to like, you know, like you said, it's a way to exclude people early. I'm going to emphasize the word early because early means you're not hurt. (laughs) Early. Yeah. You have not invested a whole bunch of emotions in time. You have not gotten attached and you're not wasting time on something that's not going to be fruitful. And you and people would be surprised how many men let you know what their intentions are. And you and you try to push them into a box that they never asked for. And it happens on both sides. But I'm just yeah. saying, they'll be like, oh, I'm not really, I'm not, you know, I'm just chilling. We just chilling. Let's hang out. And because you've been sitting at home for the past year, you like, you know what? Well, chilling out sounds cool. Okay. So on chill out number 50, <laughs> what are we doing now? I did no, have man. a conversation this week with some folks that said that they, you know, they define what they want and they don't have to, they can never attach their emotions to it. And I was like, that's cool. I get it. There's some people out here that will claim that they have no emotion and they can just move and do what they want to do. But most of us cannot have feelings. And like, I, like I tell people, I know that there's people out here that's like, Oh, I can have sex with as many men as I want. And I don't have any emotion because I'm just getting what I want. Cool. We're not talking about y'all tonight. What I'm talking about is the woman or the man that says, I eventually want to have a long-term partner. Yeah. I eventually would love to be married to someone. You're not in your, what I call, you know, when you break up and you're doing all this stuff and then people go into this whole phase and I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about once you pass that point and you get into a space where you feel like you want to be in a relationship, but you putting all of this, all of this in the way Mm -hmm. you will block the person that's supposed to be there. We did. Everybody talks about this, but people don't do it in practice. If you make a statement about what you want, your behavior has to match it or you won't get to the goal. Yes. You don't need no seat fillers. You don't need no space holders, you know, to, to fill in the gaps until the person you really looking for comes along. That's, that's too much drama because you got to clear all of that out to let room for this new person. And a lot of times that takes another period of time of adjustment. The person that you're moving out of that spot, they might not really want to be out of that spot. So they're going to try to mess up what you got going on. 
It's yeah. just too messy. It's it's just, you know, and maybe this is just the grown up me talking. If you need sex so bad that anyone will do. Mm. And that's see, your that's body. Another topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a whole nother show. I'm too. no one's judge. But you can, anybody will do oh it's been it's been four weeks. I he's cute enough. I can do this without emotion. Most Mm-mm. people are not built to live in a de- the emotional detached life. I don't care how can't. hard you think you are, at some point. And I tell people, you have to put in context what emotions really look like. You give yeah. guy a guy some good sex for six months, and then one day you say, you know what? I, I'm not coming over. I'm going to show you an emotional man real quick. He's going to be like, excuse me? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> That's an emotion, too. You, you, oh, yeah. it's, it's impossible for you to not feel a way when you think something is one way and then it changes or it, it it never should have been there in the first place, but it feel good to to cuddle. We cuddling, and now y'all cuddling. I thought it, I thought y'all wasn't what y'all going out to eat too. You going y'all? <laughs> what we we all about comfort and familiarity, and then you're gonna snatch away my comfort zone and what I'm familiar with, and try to replace me with something else. Oh, I ain't going out like that. And and I wanna I wanna um. We're going to wrap up soon, but I really, I really want, because I know somebody's going to come on here, whether they on here now or later. One of the biggest things that you have to look out for, and, and, and we have to qualify what dating really means. Are you really dating with intention or are you just hanging out? There's a difference. And what you have to look out for Because I know people have been hurt and you have trauma and the Mm -hmm. easiest thing to do for you to be around somebody is to say you cool when they say, I don't really want anything right now, but I really like you and I just want to spend time with you, but I don't want to, I don't want to even call it a date because, and when you start doing that, I'm not your judge. If you say, I want to just hang out, cool. But when it starts to look and feel like, a boyfriend and girlfriend, but they yeah. don't they don't want no parts of that. It's yeah. conflicting information. Yeah. And you as the person who agreed to it is accepting the boyfriend girlfriend behavior. You are now setting yourself up to catch feelings. Yep. Because you because you signed a non a, a, a verbal contract that says, I know I should never ask you what are we. I will never confront you on my feelings because I signed off on a thing that says we just hanging and we're detached. Who people would gaslight you like that. Yeah. They will give you their non-disclosure statement in the beginning. And then they will want to spend time with you every day, have sex with you every night, you know, um, and, and it everything feels like a relationship. Yep. But when you bring that up, hey, I already told you. Yeah. And when you yep. agree to that first verbal statement, but you, you start giving them all the benefits of a relationship without the title, and you can't get mad at them. 
And yep. they're going to keep on pushing to get more and more out of you without the title. Yeah, and, and, and the thing about it is, you know, when you when you are because a lot of us know like we're like without even doing any healing work you know that when you out with somebody why you keep going back mm-hmm. it feel good to be there maybe you might have had sex with the person and it was good i'm going back for that mm-hmm. i'm going back because i i just don't want to be by myself you know why you keep going back. Right. The why you keep going back, whatever that answer is, once again, you got to ask yourself, is this going to carry me to what I know I eventually want? And if it doesn't, it's a boundary that you have to put in front of you to make sure that you don't get hurt. Because it's yep. going to ruin you for the next person. And then you want to take yourself out the game. When you take yourself out the game, what you're really saying to yourself is, I don't trust myself to protect, to put boundaries up. I don't even trust me. So I might as well take yep. my, because somebody's going to make me change my mind mm-hmm. on the stuff that I, they're going to make me do it. And I can't, I, I'm, I'm afraid that they're going to get past and I'm just going to let them do it. You, you, you can choose. <laughs> yeah. And I've I've been through that period where I took myself out of the game. I knew that I didn't have boundaries set. I knew that I was picking people out of my trauma and my desperation and my loneliness and my abandonment issues. And then I was also getting involved in these situationships where I was using people for my own comfort. Mm-hmm. Just to get what I needed out of them temporarily, knowing I didn't have much to give back. And once I saw myself doing that and repeating that cycle, I was like, girl, you're a hot mess. You need to sit down and get yourself together. Yeah, it, it's it, and, and you know what it is. It that that little voice in your head that says I shouldn't be here. We need to start listening to that for real. Like. We've all made, this is just like the reason why we, why I do this and the reason why Erica does this is because we've been there and, and we're trying to give you this information. So when something like this happens that you'll be like, dang, I remember what they said this because I won't say we've all, but a lot of us have been in situations where we gotten close to somebody and the whole time you like, they really like me, but I don't really like them that much, Ooh. but I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to detach because then they go fill away. So I'm going to just, you know, you know, you don't, you know, you don't want to be there. You know, it don't feel the way you need it to feel, but you like, well, damn, I didn't, it's already been a month. So. (sighs) Are you like the benefits of them? You know, when, when I'm bored at home, I can go by their house and kick it and and watch movies and and have some company, but that's about all I want out of them. I want, you know, you like to compartmentalize them. I want you to stay in this spot. You can't move in any other area of my life. I just want you right here. And I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, we always know. That's the thing. I don't care how much trauma you have. I don't care how much you did. You it don't feel right is don't feel right. Like mm-hmm. it, it <laughs> but the trauma is what makes us, you know, it pushes it to like right. 
I want to I make sure I want to correct that. I get it. But if you ever get to a point where you feel like you're ready to go out, don't be scared. You got to trust yourself yeah. at the point where you know you're ready and you feel like you're ready. You should be really convicted in knowing that your boundaries are going to stay intact. And when yes. you do that, this whole dating game, it start, it, it's, you, you have more fun. And it when is you, fun. Yeah. And then when you, when you become a master at knowing what don't good, don't feel like, and you pushing them out the way, mm-hmm. then the person that, that's able to come through, the, it's not going to be perfect, but you starting to get a better quality of, of people to come. And then you like, mm-hmm. it, it didn't work, but at least he didn't like do all of that. Like, yes. I, like that's what I pushed to the side. So I, I'm getting better candidates. It may not happen when you want it to happen, but the success rate of you not having to deal with people that are really just trying to like, like do bad stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, like I said earlier, it, it opens you up to being able to smell it, see it. it, He said what on his profile, he said he looking for his queen (laughs) and he looking for somebody to share his, and he wants to take you on his yacht and all. Hold on, player. What are you doing? Yes. <laughs> and I remember when I was dating out of that desperation and I wanted this, I wanted this date to be the date. I had so much anxiety and I'd be so nervous because I'm like, I hope he liked me. I hope he I like him. And I hope this is the one and I don't have to do this again. When you go into dating like that, it's going to be frustrating because you're going to have a good date. You think y'all are going to hit it off and y'all are going to start a relationship and then it might die down and y'all never talk again. And now you're frustrated and you're like, I got to do this all over again. I got to go back online. I got to meet somebody else. We got to do the first date all over again Mm -hmm. because you have put so much into that when you're not supposed to put all of that into that first date like that. So now when I show up to a first date, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I'm not nervous. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to meet each other. We're going to have a good time. We might walk away from this and and meet each other again. We might not. Yeah. That's the sweet spot. If you, once you live in that headspace, it, it becomes fun. It becomes something that, that you're not afraid of you you look forward to it um even mm-hmm. if you know even if you're like i i hear a lot of a lot of i keep saying because this is women show up when they want to know answers to stuff and men normally be like i'm good but women a lot of women will say things like i'm tired of just reintroducing myself to people all the time and you know that <laughs> whole initial comment and i'm like i get that but it's a muscle you got to build if you if if the goal is to try to meet people that are like minded or whatever, you're gonna have to go through. You're gonna have to yeah. go through. The the but yeah. here's the here's the thing. You don't have to go through it as much if you have your boundaries intact. Yeah, that's the key. And you you know why we feel like that, Derek? Because every other area of our life we feel like we're supposed to work at it we're supposed to practice at it we're supposed to get trained on our skills to get better in our careers but when it comes to dating 
we think we're supposed to just leave that to chance and it's supposed to just happen naturally. Dating and getting to know people and communicating is also a skill that has to be practiced and developed. And if you want great results from it, you have to practice at it. It doesn't come naturally. Yeah. And that's what we call, um, that's where our frustration comes in because when it doesn't just happen naturally and fall into place, we get frustrated. It's, it's something you have to work at just like you work at your career. Yeah. And, 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 and I, um, I, I've heard conversations even within this past week where I had, it was so not me, but I, in the, in this um room that people were kind of chatting about relationships, it was like, well, well, when you're dating, it shouldn't be like a job interview. And I'm like, no, but it is like you, like you, you're qualifying somebody <laughs> to, to be in your space, to spend your time yes. on you. You're going to have to ask some questions. You, you're going to have to look at how they you know, how they are and how their mannerisms and how they're doing stuff. Like somebody said something. I think they said um, that they went out with somebody and, and the, the bill was like, at, let's say $60, right? And they left like a dollar for a tip, right? And so they mm. was like, the woman was like, at that point, I knew that I could never date him. If that was his idea of a tip and it's these things. And I'm not saying that that should exclude him or whatever, because, you know, maybe he didn't know whatever. But yeah. what I'm saying is, cause I can't, cause you know, somebody will come and say, well, I met somebody like that and we've been married for 30 years. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about these anomalies. I'm saying <laughs> the things that you say are things that you can't deal with. You owe it to yourself. And here's the other part we don't think about. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to the other person that's doing the thing you don't like to yep. let them go find somebody to like it. <laughs> <laughs> don't waste that time. No, nobody. And- I used to say this all the time when I was dating. I'm we I'm a I'ma tell you what I'm looking for now. Because if you don't here's my gift to you. You know exactly what I'm looking for. And now you have the obligation to yourself that if you don't like it. I'm I'm good with that, but at least yeah. you at least you got something to, to to hold on to, and I would give them like my intention with you personal. This is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm looking for, and if it matches with what you're looking for, let's proceed. But right yes. now, you have the opportunity. You can walk away. You don't know me from a can of paint. Have a good day. But it's hard to do that when you feel oh, they're so cute. Oh my God, I just want to know. Because think about it like this. This is what made me as a man realize that I had to put up boundaries, especially mm-hmm. when you have kids. You got your own place. All these things that we tell, I got my own place. I got my own car. I got a job. Well, guess what? If you let somebody in that's going to destroy you up here, that's going to be in all of those spaces that you earned, mm. you have things that you have to protect now. Yes. It's not just you in high school or you in college and you just out, you just whatever. You got kids that come to that house. You have yes. stuff that you could lose if somebody that don't belong there just want to come by one day unannounced. And you, <laughs> you, you got it. You you gotta really look at 
and, and it was hard as a man because we're trained to go just go get y'all. But mm-hmm. I was like, but the energy you're giving me don't, it's not, and then I, I'm not going to invite, like they used to get mad when they couldn't come over like the first date or this. I'm like, no, no, no. I have things to lose. We, we not doing that. <laughs> and I would have no. to tell them, let me take you out on the, like they didn't even want to go out on a date. And I'm like, who made you? What? Did, what? what? <laughs> so they wanted dude, to come to your house? Yeah. They wanted to, like, when you going to let me, like first or second, when you going to let me come and cook something for you at your house? What? 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 Uh-uh, ma'am. Uh-uh, ma'am. No, no, ma'am. We're not doing that, right? Yeah, I need to start using ma'am. Since sir is out there, we're going to do ma'am. Ma'am, that's not happening. And they used to, the, the, you can see the smoke coming out there. So why you won't let me come over? You must have a, a woman over there. Hold, hold on, man. I, if that's what, that's the energy you're giving me, I was right. I know. <laughs> Exactly. Boundary. You can't come over here. <laughs> Boundary, because that that yes. energy turns into some some crazy. Like I've seen all of the sides of where this could go, and because mm-hmm. I've had those experiences, I'm like, it feels just like that. Nope. No, you're not. No. Yes. <laughs> and if it, you're and looking you, it, for something long term, you got to weigh out what feels good for right now what's going to feel good down the line. Am I going to be able to deal with this craziness for two years, three years, five years down the line? Probably not. You agree? And just, we're going to wrap this up because we like, we, we getting, we getting there. But I just want to make this statement. You got to stop being desperate. And when you're desperate, you do stupid stuff. And I, And as a man, I used to like, I used to give these women a side eye because they would be like, I want you to come over my house. My son going to be sleeping in the other room. And I'm like, and what, 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 what level on the priority list does your kid fit that you're going to welcome a strange man in your house while your kid's sleeping in the back and you ain't never met me before? No, like, but, but, but. There's a lot of men that just they, they they oh he's sleeping all right cool nah I like you, you it it boggled my mind because you first of all let's say the kid don't even live there that's your house that's your exactly. house like that's where my mind would go like so you're like so you don't know me that means it ain't just me yeah because there's nothing about me that made me special because <laughs> you don't know and me yet I'm just that's I'm in what I'm saying. I'm seeing I'm seeing it's bad on both ends for her to invite a man she doesn't know to her home who after he found out where you live he might feel like he can come over there whenever he gets ready because you've invited him in once then on the other hand this dude she's inviting you to her home when you haven't really earned that privilege there, it is. there might be another dude who got that privilege before you who feel like he can still come up over there while you're there. Mm -mm. That's the magic word. People have to earn the privilege to even be in your personal space. You got to see yourself in that light. Like you don't just get to come and just chill. You don't get to just, like we on date number two and you, I'm a woman and you in my house. 
Yeah, and you leaving your your spirits and your energy in my personal space that I live in. I don't nah. know you well enough to invite nah. you in here. It shouldn't be. It, I understand chemistry, and I know we and people will be like, "Well, I, I'm grown. I can make my own decisions." You don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. That's the. You don't know me. So I will always like, I will always wonder like you don't even care about your safety. We're not talking about 30 days in three months in. I'm talking about first date. Yeah. I'm not talking about coming and picking you up. I'm inside chilling on the couch, watching TV. (laughs) See for people like me and you who are (laughs) introverts and we think on a deep level, that's like that's like the ultimate violation of you know you being in my personal space like that. Yeah, and and I was the guy who enjoyed going out. Like let me let me let me spend some money and let's go let's go let's do something. And no, you could just come over my house. My um my babysitter gonna come and get. Huh. <laughs> That ain't dating. That's what they nah, call nah, it. Nah, that's some other deal. stuff right there. But the, here's the thing, and I'm going to cap my part off with this, and I'm going to let you say some things, and then we're going to get out of here. It wouldn't just be that they wanted me over there, like, for sex. They literally wanted, like, the whole boyfriend experience. I'm a cook, and we're going to chill, and we're going to cuddle on the couch, and we're going to watch a movie, and we're going to... And I'm like, this feels like a relationship. I, this this isn't <laughs> you 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 pushing me into a box like you like uh-huh. because what my experience is a lot of times when they see something that they perceive as good yeah they're looking at when might this happen again if it yeah. doesn't happen anytime soon this one right here what would you you oh you like sex here oh you 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 say you love a woman to cook I made you dinner at my house you come yeah. and then we go we gonna lock you in right now so yeah. you don't have the option to go anywhere else because this is it's hard out there so I'm gonna go ahead you gonna be the one and it's a lot of guys it feel good to be catered to like that and then you end up having to lie because yeah. you like the way it feel play the role and then you like the then, then when they say what are we you're not gonna say we ain't nothing because you getting dinner cooked and you on the couch chilling and she letting you drive her car and and it's like uh, okay i'll be your boyfriend that's what i have that's what i be wanting women to understand <laughs> just because a man likes the benefits of being with you doesn't mean he likes you doesn't mean he loves you. He likes those benefits that come with you. And Unearned you'll be benefits, able to by know the way. That. Yes. You'll be able to <laughs> figure that out in whenever those benefits are not in place. He's not around. He doesn't want to be in your presence unless those benefits are being given. Yep, and that's how you'll know. And but a lot of times, that's how we reel them in because we throw out how good we cook, mm-hmm. how good our sex is, and how good we keep our house clean. And 
he's looking at that like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it's we could do this all night because the <laughs> stories, the stories I have, man, it's it's crazy. But I I'm hopeful. I try my best to be hopeful about what this whole thing looks like, you know, five years, 10 years from now, because it's, it's getting weirder and weirder every year in the, in the, in the, the technology of how we meet people. And now we in COVID and people are just, it's, it's weird, a weird time, but I'm hopeful mm-hmm. that now that we not, now that we have access to shows like mine, shows like yours, um, and people can, can discern, what what feels right and what doesn't and who you who you who you connect to to listen to to get the information from yeah but i'm hopeful that now that you have access to more information you have people sharing their experiences and then you hopefully something in you will click and say oh my god i heard Derek or i heard erica say that the other night that dude said yeah. those exact same words nah i need to make sure my boundaries intact because i know what hurt feels like we don't want to do that again but I still, yeah. this, these are these are my parting words. And I'm going to let you get your parting words. My parting words are, if you don't maintain your boundaries, the path to you getting hurt becomes a lot quicker for a person who may or may not even intentionally want to hurt you, but they just yeah. don't belong in your space. The person that you're dating doesn't determine that. You do. You have, especially women, y'all control, like y'all control, y'all control the sex, y'all control the access that we get. If we really want you, we gonna work for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. We can do a part 18 on this, but I'm gonna <laughs> let you, any parting words you want to say, and then we're going to tell people how to find you, and then we're going to get out of here. I'm saying... Give online dating a chance. It's not uh, the wild, wild west that some people try to make it out to be. As long as you have your standards, your boundaries in place, and you understand that dating is just the information gathering phase, the friendship phase, you should not be getting emotionally attached and just have fun with it. It's a learning experience. You're learning more about yourself. You're learning more about people who's out there, different personalities, and and just enjoy dating. Um, we all deserve to have meaningful relationships, and I'm on my quest, and as I learn information and become smarter and better at this thing, I want to share it with you all. So let people know the best ways to find you and maybe a couple things you may have going on that you, that you may want them to attach to as they find you. And then we're going to get out of here. All right. So y'all can connect with me on my, um, my Dope Discussions podcast page that's on Facebook and on Instagram. Follow us. We do live episodes every Sunday at 630 Central Standard Time. If you are interested in my life coaching, one-on-one and group trainings, you can contact me at www.coachee-lifecoaching.com. And Say you can that do one more time because I know somebody missed it. www.coachee, 
www.lifecoaching.com. Cool. And I'm going to put that in the show notes in the podcast so you guys can have that. And, um, and we'll also put it in the comment. I'll also put it in the comments here too. So people can, when they, the replay viewers will have something to, to kind of click on to. Um, so thank you for coming. It was my um, pleasure. You'll be back. So we, cause we got, we got a lot to, to, to get through and, and, and share with people. And it's a comment, especially dating. You know, we could talk about a lot of topics, but this thing it, for a lot of people, it's like this scary beast. And we, and I want to, we want to try to demystify this thing and prepare yes. you to, to, to go out there, have fun, enjoy the process and know that it may not happen the time you want it. But, it, but it, if you don't exercise those muscles, then you going out there, you know, unarmed basically. And you just like, well, they, why do they keep hurting me? Cause you did you, you, the muscle you, I haven't gone on a date in seven years. Just get back you, out there. You're going to have to, you're going to have to make sure that your stuff without being super hard. Right. Cause super hard is it dudes. They like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can still be feminine and have boundaries. I trust, trust me, you can, you can still be a feminine woman and still have boundaries and not, and then not come off like you, like it doesn't come off looking like trauma. Cause I'm going to tell you that's yes. what it is. That's what it, Billy, everybody that's been on my page, Billy likes it when you like, I ain't going to never date again. I ain't going to, you ain't, can't nobody play me. I ain't, I, <laughs> you, you telling somebody that you got issues. And it's ladies, all in your tone. Let, let these <laughs> men pull out your chairs and come open up your doors. Let these men lead you and, and be chivalry is not dead. It's only dead when you allow the wrong people in your space. Yes. So we're going to leave with that. Um, thank you, Latanya, for putting that website there. And Michelle, I'm just going to call up a few names. Jesse, Dawn, everybody, Rob, Tia. Um, thank you guys for coming. Uh, make sure that you go to relationshipgumbo.info. The website is brand new. It looks different. It's, I'm always thinking about you guys. I want to make sure that it's easy to use. I want to make sure that you can, you know, stuff is just readily available. It's everything is on there. The apparel, the one-on-one coaching, the group coaching, the podcast. You can even, you can even go on the website and listen to all the episodes of the podcast without even going to a podcast app. (laughs) I like when you can go on the website and go through all the YouTube live videos without even going out of that website and going to YouTube. Your boy done thought about everything. So I need you guys to go check out relationshipgumbo.info. Click on all the little stuff and you're going to see all of the little goodies. You want to go back and binge because you're going to want to go back and binge because I did a lot in, in, in 2020 this year. 66 episodes in one year. That's a lot. Woo. That's a lot. So you guys, if you haven't gone back, if you don't know who Billy and Susie are, if you haven't looked at the, you got to go back and check that stuff out. It's good. It's some episodes with Erica on it back in there. You got to go, you got to go check it out. 
So on that note, we're going to get out of here. I appreciate you guys. And make sure you come back next week. Same time, same place. I'm not taking no breaks. We're going to keep going every week. And we want. I want to give you value. I want to make sure that you guys get some stuff so that you can start the healing process. And we just going to go. It's going to be some things coming up. Make sure that you follow me on Instagram and all the other stuff. It's all there. Follow all of it. Don't even say I only like Instagram. Follow everything. I want you to get all the notifications and everything that you need to get. So on that note, sh- we go, huh? shout out. Tell, tell them how to follow you on Clubhouse. You know you're on Clubhouse Oh, now. yeah, Clubhouse. <laughs> Anybody that's on Clubhouse, I'm Coach underscore Derek. Follow me on Clubhouse. If you haven't, I'm going to do this for one person. If you have an iPhone or an iPad and you are not on Clubhouse and you need an invite, the first person that inboxes me, I will give you an invite that I have so that you can get in there and engage people and network with people. Uh, Just like anything else, there's going to be some ratchet stuff. But by and large, you can go in and find your niche of where you need to be and find your tribe and network and have people really to connect with. It it helps you, especially if you're an introvert, it helps you exercise those muscles of talking to people without them actually seeing, like seeing your face and being on camera and all of that stuff. It's a good way to work those muscles. So make sure that you check that out and we'll see. I'll see you next week um, at 8 p.m. on Wednesday and you guys have a great night. Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this Ay, Cause better relationships need better ingredients Ay, So if you want better relations, it's about communication Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better Yeah, Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo